Morning, everybody. DJ Vactor here with my boy, Mr. Fink. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> we got a special guest in the building. We are the Breakfast Club. On this episode, we have a special guest. We've mentioned it many times on Seasons Change, but this is him. In the flesh. Thunderlips in the flesh, baby. <laughs> Mr. <laughs> Jeff W. Pew, pew, pew. Hello. Hello. And we want to talk about some comics that we've been reading. And we told Jeff in advance there's a book that mm-hmm. he should be reading called Radiant Black. So that's what we're going to be talking about on this episode of Seasons Change. Mr. Fink, you found Radiant Black, right? What, what was the what was your origin story with Radiant Black? I did. I did find Radiant Black. And once again, this is going to be a spoiler-filled discussion. Oh, yeah. we, we aren't going to specifically, you know retell the whole story or anything like that but that is you know five six issues so if we say one thing we are spoiling probably something pretty big but initially where i found it is from a podcast you suggested to me was a i fanboy podcast ah, okay. um and they've kind of talked about it like the issues as oh i'm reading this this uh this month um as usual this is the best superhero book out right now um and they made it their pick of the week for issue five which is I think they're best selling and kind of uh I'd say big crescendo of, you know, the five five issues of the series so far. Um so that's where I initially heard of it and I read up to five. Um it's now six. This episode will probably mostly talk about five because I think only me and Justin have read through six. But that's what it was from was iFanboy. So I picked it up. I got some Invincible, some Power Rangers vibes from this, and I really yeah. enjoyed how it was a superhero book that wasn't in the vein of Marvel DC. Um, and it really is kind of it captured more of my attention, I'd say, in issue five and six than it did one through four. I liked them, but five and six was the uh the turning point the most for me. But those those are my my short thoughts on it. What about you, Mr. Vector or Jeff? Or we can give or we can pass it to our boy Jeff. All right, well, I'll off, give up, I'll Inc. give a um, quick synopsis for anyone who's not familiar with Radiant Black. Nathan yep. Burnett has just turned 30 and things aren't great. He's working and failing at two jobs. His credit card debt is piling up and his only move is moving back home with his parents. But when Nathan discovers and unlocks the ethereal cosmic radiant, he's given the power to radically change his fortunes. There's only one problem. The powers don't belong to him, and the cosmic beings who created them want them back by any means necessary. So this is written by Kyle Higgins and art by Marcelo Costa. And so Kyle Higgins is he's known for some of bat some Batman stuff, right? Like I'm not I'm actually not familiar with him. I was looking at his credits. And it shows Ultraman and Cowl for Image. Um, he he may have written for DC as well, but yeah, I, I'm I not familiar he, with him. The thing I saw, he was doing some stuff with Nightwing during the Snyder. Oh, okay. Movie. So okay, he was kind of sense. intertwined uh, with that. I've never read any of that, but I, yeah, you know, right, me right. and you, and I'm sure Fink too, I don't know if he read yes. that stuff, but that's like some of our favorite arc is uh, Snyder's Batman from like, when did that start? 2011, I think. Yeah, was that when was when the new 52 started. Yeah. started. So yeah, about, about 2011. Yeah. So he was writing Nightwing, I think, at that point. Yes. Unless it's the wrong Kyle Higgins. Yes. But I think that's no, the, this is him. Actually, I'm, I'm now looking up some more information. It says he did Nightwing, Gates of Gotham, and Batman Beyond 2.0. So you're right. Yeah. Mm. So yeah. Let, yeah, let's ask our guest, Jeff. What did you think about Radiant Black? Because... You had never heard of it, right? When we pitched it to you and said, "This is something that me and Fink are reading." Yeah, no, I've never heard of it before. 
and usually like I'm an image like usually if image puts something out I'm confident that it's like it doesn't even have to be it doesn't even have to be good like I still uh will check it out or read yeah. it just cuz I like the brand uh in general um and I thought this was this thing is is okay I I would say so far I know Fink's high on it um <laughs> there are a few things that like bother me about the general like storyline so far mm-hmm. and just the look of things um do like we want to get into details yeah like yeah the, yeah we can we can yeah. get in well okay. yeah well or should we so, hear what justin says first well, let me let me go first because you guys can yeah. just you know talk about what i say mm-hmm. so first off i think the costume for the radiant black kind of lame i'm not gonna mm. lie just it the design of it yeah it feels yeah. I, I i wouldn't say it's bad mm-hmm. i just don't like there's almost like it's not uh, unique. It seems like very plain to me. Mm-hmm. Like you know, it's very. It almost Generic. looks like a silhouette. You know what yeah. I mean? Like it's. It does like you know. You have the cowl of Batman. You have like you know the cape. You know mm-hmm. of other superheroes and stuff. This one, it just seems uh, a little too plain for me. Like you just kind of put like the Tron lines on a silhouette a little uh-huh. bit. You know. Um, so I don't. I don't like that it's off the bat. Uh-huh. Uh, but that has. I uh, I can say like so on, on issue, in issue five at the end you know you get the reveal of the red one that it's female uh, and that you know you see where it's kind of you know there's other ones you get the reveal of like the other multiple colors sort of you know your Green Lantern you know yeah. reveal a little bit um, and so with that I'm I, you know maybe that's more intriguing that they go other places with it uh, but so far I, I it's been too too plain for me on that. Um, yeah. And then I thought, you know, I liked the first two issues. Was it the third issue where you get the spoiler or, you know, spoiler alert? I think it was four, wasn't it, Fink? Was it, was it four where you, you, the main character dies essentially yes. yep. or from what we can tell so far. Right. I, that to me made the previous things. And I know it adds to the friend character that has now become the main character. Yeah. But it feels like I read some of that for nothing. Or like I was invested in that character, uh-huh. and it just kind of like they pull the rug. It's kind of like, you know, like saying that like you know all all of this like the the end of the season it was a dream. You know what I mean? Like it feels yeah, like yeah. I don't like yeah. Maybe I don't a little bit was was sacrificed there. I don't know how you guys feel felt about that. Uh, that well, yeah. it's not it's not very common, but they did it in Psycho. Alfred Hitchcock Psycho. They set mm-hmm. up that girl to be the main character. And then she gets spoilers for Psycho. She gets <laughs> killed in the shower, and then it becomes her sister's story. Um, mm. Trying to figure out like what happened to to the original. Yeah. So it's not like something that we see every day, but it has been done in other genres before, other mediums. Uh, yeah, I also kind of think maybe, and this is a theory I'm um, uh, kind of just thought about is maybe this is really just the super small portion of, you know, a 55, 75 issue run yeah. where it's right. the five to seven different colors of whatever's together fighting. Um, and these are the origin stories of the individual um, members of the group. So, yeah. you know, it, it's, it, maybe it is kind of a, a waste in the sense of, it is just a small detail along the way of everything else. Cause I did kind of like following that guy. Like he was, uh, mm-hmm. I thought the follow, maybe because I, 
you know, like the uh, struggling Hollywood writer story, even though, you know, there's a fair amount of those in yeah. TV right um, now. DoorDasher, but... Uber driver. You can. You can... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. There's, there's, there's something about uh, somebody out yeah. there try- hustling out there with credit card debt. That hustling I... out the car. You, yeah. Yeah. You know, I don't, there's something I can relate to in that. So I, I did like it. So I wouldn't yeah. mind if they kept going. But I think I also kind of think now we're going to start learning a bunch like issues worth more of stories about other mm. things that aren't even the uh, the original radiant black so yeah. that's kind of my thoughts but yeah. i'm not disagreeing yeah, the the costumes are kind of basic but i kind of felt the same way with invincible where yeah. like those costumes are pretty basic too and in and almost every say, yeah yeah i was gonna say speaking of invincible that that is almost i, I would i wouldn't say i felt the same way because i think i was a little more invested in invincible like right off the bat but I did have the same feeling about that for Invincible, which I do like. You know what I mean? Like, uh, so it's, I don't think it's like something that I, I dislike the book. I'll read the rest of like you know up until they do a break or something, and just kind of determine from there. But I I did feel that same way about Invincible. Where I was like, oh, these seem a little generic, even though I feel like Invincible. Maybe that's the point. Where this one, uh, I just I don't know if that's what they were going for because I do think it looks cool, but it's just mm-hmm. it doesn't. Like I, if you were to run down a list of like, oh, what are you reading? I wouldn't be like, oh yeah, the guy with the silhouette and the, you know what I mean? Like I couldn't identify him. I couldn't like really say yeah. anything about him. That would somebody be like, oh yeah, I've seen that cover or something like Mine, that. Mine, it's you know the I mean? helmet because yeah, the, I do think the helmet's pretty cool. It it's ha- it has like a a Daft Punk vibe to it, and also mm-hmm. the Miles Morales game that came out on PS5. There's a variant costume that looks very similar to this, except he's got like a leather jacket on. Um, so that's what stands out to me or what makes it unique to me is the helmet because there's no mouth opening, but you see a panel where he's vomiting in the, in the beginning. Mm-hmm. Um, and he does like it, it also had venom vibes to me too. Cause it like forms on top of him and it, it, the helmet yeah. can come off of him, but it's, it seems like it's like a symbiote where it's, it's drawing on the user. Cause also inside of it, it was like, all right. Are are we ready to you know mate for life or whatever? Are we ready to connect and and never yeah. take me off or whatever? Mm-hmm. So it's hard to see what's coming you know ahead of time. But this first story arc, the the first five is supposed to be the first arc, and yeah. Invincible was kind of like that for me too. The first arc didn't hook me, but it was the twist of his dad mm-hmm. that hooked me. Same with the show, you know. Same with the TV show, but with this one. I think I might be the only one here that, well, I like the, the twist the most, I think, out of you guys. And it almost was like that psycho um, feeling for me as well, where it caught me off guard so much because I was like, oh, yeah, it's, this guy is going to be the protagonist. He's going to be the guy we follow. And when they switched it, it was more of, oh, I haven't seen that in a while. That's that's something that hooked me. And I said, oh, I, okay, now I see where we're going because I didn't dislike the friend guy either the whole time of of his story in the background so when they did that switch maybe that's did you like the friend guy jeff or was it you didn't have a a care about him at all um i would say i didn't yeah he he was like you know obviously there for like comedic reasons yeah i laughed but i wasn't like oh hey man i need more of this guy you Mm -hmm. know like i I wasn't feeling just so maybe that contributes to that yeah he's again like the the movie pairings yeah right oh yeah i mean like again like there i I think there are things like that was funny like i thought like some of the you know it shows the um what do you call it like the marquee 
of the building. Yeah. Like there's yeah. like some interesting stuff that they put on there. So like I really appreciate that stuff. Um I just didn't think that twist and like and it was it was a combination of that and then an issue five when they reveal I mean, are we going to call this green radiant? You know what I mean? Because it's yeah. like, hey, there's yeah. different color guys, and we're fighting an intergalactic, you know, power. Mm-hmm. Um, so I felt like I was like, eh, this feels like, you know, I mean, I, you could say that for anything. So I don't. Well, know, I mean, and I think it does two, feel but, a little yeah. plug and play ish with yeah. the things we're all talking about. Like invincible, it's it does mm-hmm. have the invincible vibes, but the invincible, yeah. but invincible at this point is thirteen years old or whatever yeah. it is. Right. So it's like, yeah. you know it's an, another version of a similar thing that's going on. And mm-hmm. I think that's kind of what I'm liking. I like, like the rules that are being like put down, right. The characters and the, the base. I like the mm-hmm. twist and all that, but what's keeping yeah. me is the, I'm down for the rules of the universe that are coming out. Like the symbiote stuff's cool to me. Yeah. I think more than yeah. anything, I want to see what happens next. That's what I mm-hmm. like about the book is I want to see what, Oh, every time, you know, a cliffhanger happens at, at the end of each book from four yeah. on, I was like, oh, shoot, what's next? Okay, what's next? Okay, what's next? So that, to me, is is more than, I think, the storytelling or the comedy or the art. It was the hook got into me and said, okay, what's going to happen next? That's what I like the most about it. But it is interesting. All of the marketing material, I think you mentioned it, Invincible and, and Power Rangers, like a lot of it, they're telling you, hey, like for the official synopsis for fans of Invincible and Mighty yep. Morphin Power Rangers comes a brand new ongoing series. So it's almost like they're trying to tell you, hey, you like that? You'll like this. Yeah. So it is kind of like there are those vibes there and, and it's probably intentional. Um, but it's well, also OK. Oh, and I was uh, keep going up. I was, gonna well, I was just going to say, like you said, with. Um, Invincible, and I think Jeff also was was going in this direction. We're at the point now in superhero comics where it's kind of hard to do something new. We, we've seen so many like things that you know, Superman, Spider Man, X Men. Like, there's been so many things that are now derivatives of of things that came before it. It's kind of hard to do a completely unique character at at this point, even with the like the costumes. And like Jeff said, with the with the cape, and there's even a point where he he grows a cape. Was, I think that was the second guy, right? The the friend, which I can't even remember their names at this yeah. point. Yeah, um, yeah. But I think he grew a cape at one point, and then he like I don't envisioned. Know if it he basically envisioned it. So it's like that's that's part of the mechanic too. Is yeah. you think away, and that's how it happens. So I'm sure they'll they'll figure out ways. Like okay, I gather the energy here, and then I imagine myself yeah. being a mech, and I'm. All, all types of stuff like that. Yeah. So I, I think they're, they're even playing with that where it's like, oh yeah, the classic superheroes always have a cape. So, cause even I think in that world, they've had, you know, superhero comics or they've had movies where they're like influenced by it. And it's, it's kind of hard not to at this point in 2021, not be influenced by Superman, Batman, Spider-Man, whatever. And, and now invincible, even Robert Kirkman has like a little quote on there. The perfect superhero comic for anyone missing Invincible. So it's almost like they're trying to push you in that direction. But I, I get it. I get the vibes of Invincible. So mm. I want to see what happens next for Radiant Black. And Jeff said he's going to continue reading it until there's a break. Yeah. So, okay. yeah, and I was going to say, just to say a couple positive things about it. I do yeah. like 
but yeah, see, I'll, I'll continue reading it. I think I think that's worth any, and this is where image becomes valuable to me. Yeah, um, is I think any image comic, even if you don't, you should you should stick with it through a certain point. Like I'm not saying you have to read sixty issues or right. fifteen even, but I think it's you know, the value of the next issue is high. So I think that is you know in terms of like being positive about it, or the things I feel about it that are positive is that like I feel like the the potential with an image book is so much higher than a Marvel or DC book where I know I know Wolverine's not gonna die, you know, probably, right? Like I can guess things. Uh-huh. Whereas image, I feel like you have a little more uh, you know, leeway. I feel like yeah. you have more freedom. Like it's it's I, your book, you know. Yeah. I think that's true. But the advantage that Marvel has and DC also is they're able to attract the best writers and the best artists. Mm-hmm. So even if you know Wolverine's not going to die, although Reese, not recently, but a couple of years ago, they did kill Wolverine and he was gone for like, I want to say they kept him away for about five years and then they, they finally brought him back again. You know, he's coming back anytime he dies, he's coming back. But the way that they tell the story is what I think is interesting. And that's just good writers. Like if right. you have the best writers, I think they're going to figure out a, an interesting take on it or an interest, interesting way to tell the story. So yeah. that's what I think the Marvel advantage is. Although image does, you know, they Brian K. Vaughn is mm-hmm. almost ex- basically exclusively image at this point. Yeah. Image or um, his own free service. Yeah. Pretty much. Yeah. So they have both. I think image has these like up and coming guys. And even with the art, it's, is I feel like it's not the A level art. Like it's not. Yeah. And p- people, you know, they, they can also improve over time because like Ryan Otley, when he started out on invincible to where he is now with at amazing Spider-Man think, I think, you know, he's, he's gotten better as he's gone along and he's like considered one of the top tier artists now, but he started on like invincible image and creator own stuff. Um, so I like to see that journey as well. I like to I like to see where they start out and then, you know, as they improve and get better. Yeah, and I was going to say, speaking on the art, that was another thing I was going to add on too is while I don't like the character design that much and I don't like a lot of, you know, like just if you were to just say like generally the books, I don't like the art style a whole lot. Mm-hmm. Um, there are good panels in it, like the – like the psychedelic ish, you know, like when he's talking to the being or whatever. Oh yeah, right, right. And there like I think the a lot of those panels are great. In the fifth issue yeah. when the when the hooded figure shows up at the very end, I think some of those panels are like great too. Like those are those are ones that I like you know, there's like when I'm reading and, and what takes me longer to get through a book sometimes is like I'll you know, I'll stop at a panel and I ran into this with the Riddler run for Snyder and uh Capullo. Yeah. Like there's panels where I just want to stop and I'll pinch and zoom because I just want to see like lines that they've drawn. I want to see how they like, yeah. you know, made this look so good. So they're like, like you said, I, like I'm not a fan of it entirely, but there are, there is potential there. I feel like for it to get better. Um, so I, I would agree with that as well. And one other thing I do, and it's kind of a trope, but I think it's what comics do the best uh-huh. better than a book can even uh, because it has like the additional context of art is they have the female character who you don't like, they never set it up, but they, you know what I mean? Like they can pull the like, you know, surprise character out, I think better. Cause you can look at the book for three issues, three and a half issues or whatever it would be. And you could think like, okay, like you're reading the voice in a male voice, 
and then you get to the fifth issue and yep. all the context you've had now is would be a female voice in your head right at least mm-hmm. I think that that's what it does for me yeah uh, at least so i think that's something like i've seen you know we've all seen it done in other comics but i think i like i still like that because i think comics can do that the best so when i do see it i still appreciate it right right yeah and jeff yeah. to that point also with the uh that it being a female you're really gonna like issue six um i think um, cause it, oh, yeah. it's, a, yeah, it's a foreshadow and it's a, a background story fully. Yeah. So you'll, okay. to your point of image is good at like, Hey, that next issue, uh, six, I think uh, would deliver on the, the post five of, you know, needing a second printing. It was such a popular issue. So, uh, yeah. yeah. So I think we'll all continue there. Actually, it's a little side note. Fink, have you read the Snyder Batman run? Did you read it? I earlier? have never read any Snyder. I don't okay. think I've ever read any oh. Batman run. I've read a uh, good amount of Joker stuff. Okay. But as far as Dang. actual Batman run, I don't think yes, I've read. That. Yeah, I've never read a Batman run, but I've read a probably a that would couple be, thousand. Oh man, there's Joker. a couple. There's a couple things you should read, but I would. I think Vector would agree, and anybody listening would agree, or you know, should. That is one of the easiest ones I think to get into because yeah. I think it's Snyder Batman modern modern things. Yeah, so you yeah. have to start off with just. Right. I think if you do. Vector, what's the what's the first book called? It's going to be Court of Owls, right? Volume yeah. one, I think, on that right. run. Just yes. get that run, Aaron. We can obviously we can send it to you. Yeah. Um, or I would buy you the book. That's how much I like that Batman. I, run. I think like, I saw the animated of that. Yeah, me yeah. and Vector were like like Vector when Vector put me onto it. Yeah, it was like I was like so happy with reading it, and then like also mm-hmm. he was doing like interviews like Snyder at the time like I was trying to consume all the interviews with him and Capullo just because I like I liked that run so much that's a run yeah. that like everybody should read yeah so definitely um I want to follow up with Fink on that one um and I have some more too I'll, I'll tell you off the air um some <laughs> other some other great Batman runs oh yeah um, so yeah we all like Radiant Black we don't love it we like it and we're going to continue with it uh, Mr. Fink, what have you been continuing with? I've been uh, reading a fair amount, and there's a good amount that is coming out this week. I'm going to do it real yes. quick, but I'm going to key in on one because I know Jeff is reading it as well. But one's coming out this week that I'm reading and really liking are the Department of Truth, Star Wars, that main line, issue 15 is coming Ooh. out. Um, the Scumbag is coming out. That's one that I think uh, you can basically blindly suggest to anybody who is into some like raunchy comedy really gonna like that made in korea is coming out um and i just read blue and gold first uh i know nothing about those ah. guys i just read blue and gold number one today and really like it but another yeah. book i'm reading that recently came out that i know jeff is also in is uh is it the joker puzzle box or is it batman puzzle box <laughs> Yeah, he's, you're, so, you're so into it. Huh? I'm so yeah, into no, no, no. it that I've read it. Yeah. Uh, actually, presents, I've read it. The Joker presents a puzzle box. Um, there we go. And I, so, just to give Vactor a bit of a synopsis, because you you don't really know anything about it, right? Vactor, did we talk about it a little bit? No, just the art. Uh, David Cho, right? Yeah. So yeah, well, yeah, David Cho has a variant, uh, which yeah. I'm still waiting to come in the mail for me. Um, but so the the general. And I think this is, and we'll make, I'll make a couple points about it, but so the general like synopsis is like, there's been a major crime. They have every like Batman villain you can think of from like black skull to Joker, right? You know, any kind of smaller time criminal up to the, you know, major Batman characters or Batman, um, 
what's the uh, rogues gallery or whatever they call it. Um, Uh So you have a pretty wide variety of them. They're all in jail and you don't know why. And Joker is being interrogated. Right. And so the first, I've read the first three issues. I think there's four out, right? Right. Fink. Yep. There are four out. And they're they're like 18, 19 pages. They're real quick reads. They're they're pretty short. Yeah. You're going to, yeah, you're, you know, what's 32, you know, you're, you're pretty short on that. Um, So it's pretty quick read. Uh, the concept is Joker's in the interrogation room, and then the you know detectives Bullock and and Gordon are trying to get information out of him, and none of them will tell. Like you you and you encounter the other characters, and they're like calling each other snitches. They won't say anything, and then it seems like there's some kind of master scheme that uh, that Joker has going. I won't spoil anything. I can't even really spoil anything because it's not been revealed, at least in what I've read so far. Um, but I think the concept is great. Uh, the art's pretty good, um, and I think I really like the art, but I, I like the kind of yeah. weird ish part of it. So I, I, I'm kind of pulled towards it. How um, it's like watercolor, kind of looks like someone's tripping a little bit, kind of stuff. Yeah, and I think Vector, this is a good, you know, like when you can bring in. Like, remember, like, the video games where, like, you know, Paul Dini was writing, you know, your Batman game, the first Batman games, and, like, uh-huh. he has Arkham. to figure out a way. Yeah, the Arkham games. He has to figure out a way to, like, get every character in the story. Yeah. And this is, like, a great way to do it. And I think, you know, maybe, like, you know, the other stories have played off this same mechanic of, you know, making Joker, like, the head of this mystery, but... Um, yeah, Vector, I, think, I the, think you would like this a lot, honestly. Yeah. And it's, it's like slowly revealing, like they have Joker in the room, they have all the other in a cell together, and they're trying to get information, and it's kind of working its way backwards, and they're kind of revealing parts of the story. I think up through mine, you get some of the, uh, and you, you get some of the background on why Black Skull is in there. I think that's right, Black Skull, right? Am I saying that, <laughs> the name right? Um uh, Black Mask? Black Mask, my bad. Black Mask, he has the yeah. skull face. Yeah, Black yes. Mask, you get information on why he's in there. Like, they're kind of revealing each time. And I don't know how, how many issues of these there are going to be, but I don't think it's going to be that it's long. Eight. I thought it was, yeah, six or eight, something like that. Yeah, it's, it's part of the, the Black uh, edition or something like that they do. Oh, black yeah. Label? Black yeah. Label, yeah, it's a yes. Black Label. DC yeah. Black Label. Which so, is kind of like their adult lot. Mm-hmm. That's almost like their Vertigo now. They, they got rid of Vertigo, but okay. Black Label's like basically what that is gotcha yeah so they're so I, i'm assuming it's going to ramp up at a certain point because there's like like i said you know there's a ton of them in there and they just revealed black mask so they're gonna have to ramp it up to like reveal more of what's happening uh but that's the concept is you're in an interrogation room and they're like kind of going backwards and you're trying to figure out what's happening like you know there's a twist somewhere but you like they haven't revealed it yet um and it's pretty good and i'm really liking it because i most of my batman knowledge is the animated i have seen a good amount of those um i've played uh, 90% of the video games fully through the story so i know a good amount of the villains and all of that but i don't have a great knowledge i've read a good amount of the joker as well but i'm still liking it because i recognize you know 75% of the villains in this and i don't have a great knowledge of the background and while i'm reading this i'm like man if i'm a big batman fan i think i like this even more cuz i am enjoying it it's a it's a faster. I mean, it takes. If you're not looking at the art, you can do it in four minutes. But you know, nice. I don't. I don't necessarily suggest that. But yeah, and I think it's being written by. It's Matthew Rosenberg. Uh, I don't know if you know him, Vector. You're the most I'm, knowledgeable. I'm not familiar in that, but he. That's the author. Uh, that's who's writing it. Okay. Um, I would. I would say it's worth at least so far what I've read. I think it's worth. Yeah. Uh, checking it out. I've really liked almost all these black labels. Um, 
I've been reading most of them that have been coming out, and I've liked uh, I've liked almost all of them. The um, the house on the left or something like that is another one I'm reading that nice. is of these. But um, yeah, I could go another. We I think we could all go even further deep in stuff we're reading. Are you reading uh anything else, Justin? You'd want to touch on, suggest, tell our millions of listeners. <laughs> Well, this morning I was reading um, Sandcastle, which is the inspiration for the new M. Night Shyamalan movie, Old. Um, so far, I'm about halfway through the book. It's got its grip on me. I'm not a fan of the art too much, but I really want to know what's going to happen next. I had to go, like I, I usually read on my lunch break, and I had to go back and I was like, oh, I want to read it, I want to I finish this, so I didn't get to the end of it. Um, but it also makes me kind of want to see the movie as well. So and this is, this is Pierre Oscar Levy. That sounds yeah. about right. I think yeah, it's a, it okay, is. a French guy. Okay. Gotcha. Um, and this is, oh yeah. You said, you said that it was inspired by older. It's the inspiration for that. Yeah. Which I didn't even know that. Cause I saw the trailer for old. Um, and I was like, Oh, that looks like another M night movie that he wrote. Right. Like yeah. he came up with, but same. Yeah. It, this, the whole story is based off of, this so he he did not come up with this this idea of these basically people get stuck on a beach and all of their kids start actually everybody does but the the kids you can tell you know more easily than the the adults because there's like a three-year-old and 30 minutes later it's like a 10-year-old and then it's like a 16-year-old so the kids are aging and they can't figure out why Mm -hmm. that's that's basically the whole premise gotcha nice nice yeah, that'll be something to check out. So that's what I've been checking out, and I and I've been going down the list of Fink. Um, I'm trying to match Fink for each new book that he's been reading. Yeah, um, Made so in I, Korea is that one that I think yes, is going to hook yes. you pretty good because I'm really liking that one. Number three comes out this week. Yes. Um, and Amazing Spider-Man, I'm up to number oh. seven, working through that. So I'm liking actually that. Jeff, do you have any other books that you're um, Specifically, going to go through right now. We should no, make nothing scumbag if he's going to do one. Yeah, well, I, scum- say, I think we should. I think that should be a goal of ours: is every episode, and we could take this out or whatever, but keep it in. But I think we should read something new for all of us, um, or you know, maybe maybe one of us you know has read it, but the other two don't. Yeah, um, and then we can like touch on like we can go back to these other issues, but I think we should try to focus on a new one. Uh, every okay, issue, yeah. Every scumbag is is one that you can get through real quick, but a mm-hmm. bigger one is. This amazing Spider-Man run, which has been done by uh, Nick Spencer, who's one of my favorite writers, and mm-hmm. Ryan Otley, who I mentioned earlier, is the Invincible artist. So I think you'd really like... They're on like volume 13 or something right now. So their run has been going on for a little while now. But okay. it's been grade A, great Spider-Man stuff oh. so far. Okay, so Fink has not... So we are both out of the loop on that, right? Or yes. No? Uh, okay. Aaron just started it. Just started yes. it? Okay. Yeah, yeah. I'm on issue like so, six. Yep. Okay, I can have him send me the issues, and then we can do that next. Yeah. I think would be a good idea. Oh, man, yes. Okay. Yeah, and we could keep on going, honestly, boys. I, I have uh, I actually just down. What did I just grab? I just grabbed this um, Batman, Gates of Gotham, and Batman, the Black Mirror, both Scott oh, Snyder. man. Before the Court of Owls, Dang. it says to read. I yeah. love Black Mirror. So just a little bit of background. Yeah, because this was before his um, – the one that Jeff was recommending is is the New 52. Um, I, I think you're familiar with the New 52, right? Yeah. yeah. So yep. before that, 
before the whole universe was reset, um, the Black Mirror was when Bruce Wayne was missing. They thought he was dead, but he was actually traveling through time. So Dick Grayson had taken over as Batman. So when you read it, it's not Bruce Wayne. They're not going to mention Bruce Wayne at all. And Dick Grayson is under the cowl. So Dick Grayson was the first Robin. Ooh, I like it. I like it. Yeah. Good, good little jump into the Batman universe in my Yeah. And that also the art on there is, uh, I think it's, um, Francisco Francavella or Francavilla or something. That art is top notch. One of my favorite. Oh, yeah. Oh, actually, you know what? It might be Jock. I'm sorry. Anyway, whoever it is, great art. Yeah. Yes, yes, I can't Another wait great episode of the se- wait, wait, what is what, what's the name of it? Another Seasons great change. episode of Seasons Change and uh what's let's let's give let's give the people what they want in an outro. Um you can follow me on Twitter, Finkel757, uh F I N K L E seven five seven. What about you, Justin and Jeff? Well mine is just my last name, Vactor V A C T O R. Oh, yeah. Uh, follow my TikTok, Jeff Whitehouse. Oh, yeah. I want to see Jeff do TikTok dances. <laughs> <laughs>